What's up, everybody? Good morning. Just got out of the shower. Um, recording this on my phone, obviously. I typically don't take my podcasting setup into the shower. But I literally just turned the water off. I'm drying off. It is 7.25 in the morning. Today is Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing all right. Sorry, I haven't been putting podcasts out like I should. I've just been really busy. And the the Larry interview, um, that had I had some problems editing the two parts of that together. Files got corrupted. That was really annoying. So that took me a long time to figure out. And then uh, yeah, that's about it. Other than that, I've just been lazy. No YouTube because I'm lazy. You know, just just being a loser. But we are back with a Tuesday morning of good morning. So, um, I've been on a little tolerance break from weed and smoked in a few days, and you know, I feel I feel really sharp. It sucks. I feel really uncomfortable. You know, obviously, once you. Once you do something for a while and then stop doing it, you're going to be able to tell the difference. So, obviously, it was a little physical pain. Not so much now. But the mental the mental side that came with that was really interesting. I was terribly mean and mean-spirited and cynical to everyone around me. However, I was very productive. And I did write a lot of jokes and I did... You know, get a lot of stuff done outside of um, the podcast, obviously. But, yeah, it, it, I'm just, I'm torn. Because I don't, I don't, uh, this sounds terrible, actually. But, I don't know, I just feel like I'm, I like me better. When I'm smoking a little, you know what I mean? Not necessarily when I'm high, but when I'm not on a tolerance break or whatever. Just because, I don't know, I don't, I don't really think my mind's any clearer or I'm any sharper in that way. It's just that everything is really shitty and uncomfortable. So I'm really motivated to, like, write more or, you know, work out or clean up, like, I'm not just gonna sit, sit around, and, you know, relax, like, is, which is something I can do when I'm, when I'm not, when I'm high, when I'm high, I can just sit, and, like, enjoy myself, and hang out with people, and, but, if I've gone a few days without smoking, it's like, I can't do anything that's not productive, because, you know, all the, all that negative energy is building up again. I don't have any way to release it outside of, like, my work. You know what I mean? When I smoke, that releases a hell of a lot of negative energy. A, a lot of anxiety and just a lot of, like, weed is not going to cure your anxiety or your depression. But surface level anxiety and, like, surface level, like... I'm sad right now, like, 
it's not like it changes your mood or anything, but it's always been something to where I like, I smoke and then I sit down and I'm like, oh, I'm able to relax and actually catch my breath and think about what's going on in my life. And I can usually realize like, okay, I don't need to be downtrodden right now. Whereas when I'm in a tolerance break or whatever, I'm just like, I feel like I never get that little point of meditation or whatever. But I have been reading my Bible a lot more and praying and dude, that's been legitimately changing my life. Like I'm, I feel so different, you know, in a much better way. My, uh, I don't even, I don't even know, man. I just, my life's just gotten better. That's undeniable fact. Um, I just, mainly just my outlook on the future has changed. Not in a, one sec. (sighs) Not even in the sense that like, because I've always been a Christian, you know, I'm, I've never hided that. Like, I, I've always uh, thought that, you know, I'm going to die and go to heaven, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I never really acted like a Christian. I never read my Bible. I never really prayed. And I've been doing that recently. And, yeah, that's when things have really just started changing. Like, like, and not just in the sense of, uh, like, oh, I'm going to die and go to heaven. But, like, if I... If I pray to God and I really do what he wants me to do and I really work hard, like I can be the things I want to be in life. I can live a fulfilled life and be okay and I don't have to be depressed all the time, dude. Like, honestly, like, I'm a very complicated person. Like, I'm not going to dive into all my issues on the podcast just because, you know, that you guys don't care, but... I just, I'm a very complicated guy. Not a lot of people know with, like, what I deal with and struggle with. But nothing has helped me with with that like this. So, if you're, like, really lost, I can't recommend enough. At least just opening that Bible up, man. Read you a Psalms. Pray to God. Mm. I mean, like, just try it, dude. That's another thing. I hate hate how close-minded people are to the idea of God. Like, especially with the world we live in, there's so many ideas that that we hear on a daily basis that are crazy, but it's like, mm, I could see it. And it's true because it's, it's not mathematically impossible. Like, I could see it. Like, all these multiverse theories and, and the theory that, you know, aliens put planted our DNA on this planet and we blah, blah. There's scientists who legitimately believe that, but then will turn around and say... That there's no, there's no way that there's a God. Bro, what? That's like, if, 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 if there can be aliens that put our DNA on a planet and so that we can be a slave race, then there can certainly be a God, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, and obviously that's kind of a far out theory, but even something like, like, if you believe in multiple dimensions and multiple, like, I don't know how you could think that this could be possible, think that that could be possible, but a God couldn't. And, uh, 
honestly, in my opinion, I think people just, they'll, they'll, people are open-minded enough to believe anything except something that will humble them. And that, that's my, like, that's my honest opinion. That's why most people haven't even given religion a shot is because even if they're terribly depressed and their their life is going to shit, then this is what I was doing. They're still just trying to hang on to that control. They want to be in charge. You got to give it the fuck up, people. You're not shit, dude. No matter who you are. You're just a human being. Anything could happen to you in any moment. You could have an aneurysm and die. You're nothing. You really are. You have no human being. You have... If you you have no power over nature, you have no power over anything, really. If the whole world wanted to turn on you right now, there's nothing you could do no matter who you are. You're, you're not shit. Once you start realizing that you're not shit and everyone around you ain't shit, nobody here is shit, dude. Once you start realizing that, everything changes. Once you can look around and say, we're all equally nothing... You realize you can do whatever you want. Now, obviously, that's a, that's a, I do believe that, but that's not, that's a hyperbolic way of saying it. And like, like, yes, everyone still matters and everyone is, the most important part was everyone is equally shitty. You shouldn't scorn anyone or hate anyone for being shitty. That is not what I'm trying to get at with this point. So don't take that out of context. All I'm saying is everyone is equally shitty. So you don't need to be scared of anybody, dude, Uh, without. And yes, there's people that there are people that are atheists or not religious and they're successful, yada, yada. But let's just I just always like to think like just because something bad ain't happened yet doesn't mean it can't. And I'm not saying I wish bad things to happen on people that don't believe in God, but I don't know, man. Just keep that in the back of your mind. If you're killing it right now and you've never talked to God, you never opened a Bible, that's that's awesome. I hope you keep killing it. But just anything can happen to anybody, man. I really believe that. But anyways, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get all freaking... Religious on you guys. Um, if you're if you're still listening to this, then thank you. If not, I that definitely makes sense. Man, I can't find no underwear anywhere. I've been going on this rant the whole time, just naked, sitting on my couch. I need to get some underwear on, and then and then yeah, I rubbed my coconut oil on my body. Man, I've been. Been doing that lately. Been rubbing that coconut oil on me. Shit, boy. It feels so good throughout the day. I'm excited to see a few weeks from now if my skin, like, changes any. But it just... And I can tell, like... In a way, it's like it uh, keeps me warm. I know it's kind of weird, but, like... It's like the oil... It, like, sits on my skin, and... I don't know. It's like a thermal layer. I freaking love it. But um, if you guys are going to put coconut oil on your body, or even if you're going to cook with it, in my opinion, anything, get, obviously you want organic, 
if it's going on your body. But you want the organic and you want... <clears throat> this brand right here at Walmart. Spectrum Culinary. Organic virgin coconut oil. Unrefined. That means this is like... This is not processed at all. This is just freaking... It's just coconut paste, bro. They ain't cook it down. They ain't put no chemicals in it. Mmm. But, yeah, man. I'm trying to think if there's, a Anything interesting happened that I can talk about, dude. I'm, I'm blanking right here. 13 minutes and I'm blanking. Hmm. Yeah, man. Had an open mic last night. That was, man. I don't, hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I get like seven listeners on these things. Who cares? So, <laughs> I was, uh, oh, I, I thought of something that I thought was very funny, but I guess it was a little darker than I thought, <laughs> which is typical for me, but. So my last joke that I wrote a joke that specifically to go last, obviously, and it's like, I think everyone, they start clapping me off stage, you know, not because I'm good, but because that is protocol, but, uh, they start clapping me off stage and I'm like, wait, wait, one more thing, one more thing before I go, I do need to address the elephant in the room. And I was, I said this pretty sternly and I was like, those children were in my way. It's not my fault if you don't know how to cross an intersection. And then, and then people must have thought I like meant that or something. I don't know. These fucking retards. They, people. There was people booing. <laughs> there was people booing me. I guess their kid might have gotten ran over by a car or something. My bad. But uh, there was people booing and there was people ooing. But the ooh, like that lasted literally, I walked out, everyone was ooing, and I was just smiling and walking out, and I high-fived Ryan, because he was dying laughing. There were some, the real ones, mm, that coconut oil feels so good on your face. The real ones were laughing, but most of the people in the crowd were going, ooh, and the ooh lasted literally from the time I walked off stage to walking to the other side and out of the bar. It was, it was phenomenal, dude. I can't, and then my boy Matt, another open mic around here. Shoot, I can't think of his last name around, so I'd shout him out. But, um, shout out Matt regardless, if you're listening. Doubt you are, no one listens. But my boy Matt came up to me and was like, bro, that was so funny, blah, blah, blah. But I think it was funny because of the way the crowd reacted. Like, it was, it was probably my favorite moment in stand-up, and now I'm worried... Now I'm worried Big Top might not ask me to come back. Or ask me not to come back. They've never asked me to come. But, you know what I mean. But I doubt it. I don't think that's too harsh. If that's too harsh for your comedy show, then damn, dude. But. What is it? But, um. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure that's, like, my favorite moment in my comedy career history so far. Like, 
I just, I, I love making people laugh, don't get me wrong, but whenever I, like, scare, not scare people, but whenever I, like, I don't know, I just love being a contrarian to the point to where even if I'm on the stage and people are going, ooh, I'm like, yeah, eat it, eat that. You fucking hate it, don't you? I just love it. I, I just love making them fucking squirm in their seat. Ugh, ugh. Like what, dude? Come on. It's a freaking joke. I ain't hit no kid with my car. And if I did, no one would ever find out.